What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Nerd Party. Your outpost is freshly delivered this week. I am just one of your hosts, Matthew Rushing, and with me as she is always, the effervescent, ever-talented, ever-wonderful Drea Kaufman. How are you, Drea? Hi, ever-growing as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is not polite for a man to say that, so... uh, (laughs) I'll say it, don't worry, it's okay. (laughs) She's having a baby, folks, so... uh, Yeah, how is the little munchkin doing? She's doing good. She's coming along. She's cooking nicely. Oh, that's wonderful. I bet. Or knitting, as a friend of mine <laughs> likes to refer to it. Knitting human life. Aw, that is actually pretty cute. Um, I always think of uh, Juno, where she's like, it probably looks a little bit like a sea monkey right now, so we should probably let it, you know, cook a little longer, <laughs> stew a little longer. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, she's pretty far <laughs> along. We're we're pretty far along here, guys. We got like seven weeks left. So. Wow, that's crazy. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I can't believe it's gone by so fast. <laughs> so uh, are you and Rob excited? Are you ready? I think we're as ready as we can be. <laughs> it's about as ready as we get. Yeah, we're, we're about as far along in that as we can be. So mm. we'll see what happens. Well, good. Yeah. Well, um, we're super excited because uh, tonight for the two of us, we are diving in on something brand new. And it's the Prisoner of Azkaban. I'm so excited. Woo! Matt's been waiting for this since That's day right. one. Everybody <laughs> said, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> anyway, so yes, I have, I'm so excited. Uh, but uh, before we do that, hey, just reminded everyone, you can find us all over the place if you want to connect with us, the show. We're on Twitter at Join Nerd Party. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the nerd party. There's the nerdparty.com. And while you're over there checking out our show and all the other shows that we do, because there's so many great shows that you should be checking out, uh, go over to the nerdparty.com slash contact, choose Outpost, and you can send us an email about what you think about uh, maybe the end of Chamber Secrets or starting in on the Prisoner of Azkaban. We'd love to hear from you. And, uh, of course, uh, over on Facebook, it's a great place to connect with us when we post the shows. Tell us what you're thinking about the episodes, the stories, all that thing, your theories, especially if you're just reading it for the first time. We'd love to talk to you. And yes. uh, Yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun. So really enjoying doing the show. And then, of course, last but not least, um, if you're over on Apple Podcasts, now you can get us wherever you get your podcasts. We're all over the place. But if you're over on Apple Podcasts, hit us up with a star rating review because it really does help the show. And it just helps more Harry Potter fans find us when they're searching for podcasts. And so we really appreciate everybody who's already gone and done that. But um, sadly, it's been a while since we've gotten to call out a fan for you know writing the review. So do that for us and we'll thank you on the show. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. We- you know what's great, Drea, is that Owl Post is freshly delivered, but Owl Post is also the name of the first chapter of the book. I know! 
I was telling Matt that I was so excited. I had the family guy moment where Peter always gets so excited when they say the name of the movie in the movie. So I was like, oh, it's the name of the chapter. It's the name of our podcast in the chapter. So excited. It is really cool. Um, You know, what I really like about this chapter is that, so I have a love-hate relationship with the movie. And one of the things that the movie does is take a lot of liberties with things. And one of them is the fact that, you know, Harry's not allowed to do magic outside of Hogwarts at this age. Uh, And then the movie, it legitimately starts with him doing magic outside of Hogwarts, which he will get in trouble for later on, but not this magic. So it just drives me crazy. So here, him starting with, you know, he's under his blankets and he's doing his homework, you know, with a torch because, you know, you can't use a wand outside and he's writing this you know uh this essay on um the magicians who got themselves caught during you know witch burnings because it tickled uh just it's really funny it's a it's a really funny scene i just i felt like it was really dangerous like i'm having this moment where he's trying to hold like a candle well it says torch and i thought candle versus flashlight which i'm now realizing Mm -hmm. was probably a flashlight uh but like even the ink, he's like tried very carefully not to drip any ink onto the, you know, onto the bed sheets because then that's when the jerseys would know and he'd get in trouble. And I was like, oh, it sounds so perilous, like to try to balance all of this. And like, I don't know if any of you guys have tried to like write on your bed, like yeah. you do your homework in bed or something. I was totally the kid like that read their books under the sheets, you know, with a flashlight at night. Um, but, uh, like trying to write, I just remember how much of a nightmare that always was with a pen or a pencil. So I can't even imagine with a quill and an inkwell. Um, I was like, he's living dangerously right now. (laughs) I just was so anxious every time I like, he, he went to use the quill. Just Well, not only that, but I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, your beds, I I can't imagine like Harry's bed is nice. And so I'm picturing this kind of like lumpy old bed that used to be Dudley's. And so, well, Dudley is, is like 20 times the size of Harry. And so can imagine how lumpy that bed would be. And, you know, like just the fact that you're like putting the, the ink on the bed, I'm just imagining this ink spilling. Cause I mean, if you've ever seen like ink bottles, you know, they're not, they Super don't, stable. Yeah, exactly. So like this whole thing, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm I'm like, uh, and it it's You're like don't get caught, Harry. Don't get yeah. caught. <laughs> Not only that, but the fact that they get homework over the holidays is kind of funny to me. Yeah. It's like summer's I, supposed to be the time away from school, right? <laughs> I think that's common now. I mean, I don't remember getting a lot when I was a kid, but I feel like that has changed. Mm-hmm. I would love to know for sure. Well, but, summer yeah. reading too, you know. Summer yeah, we always had summer reading. Is definitely a thing. Yeah, that's true. But I didn't ever see that as work. Well, no. Mm. I, and what I also really love here too is them talking about how uh, you know Rowling talks about it. Harry loves his homework because it connects him with a world that he's not a part of, really during the holidays at home like he's not a kid who likes being away from school he's the kid who loves being at school because it's the only place that he feels connected like it's it's where he belongs he doesn't belong here um and you feel so sorry for him because ron's tried to even call him on the phone and that did not go well yes yes that was pretty epic and i i feel like so I always feel like the first chapter of all of her books is her trying to 
introduce people who are starting with this book to Harry and his life. It always starts off at the Dursleys so far. Um, and I believe this will change as we go through the series. Um, but uh, it always starts with, you know, him at the Dursleys and it's summer vacation and, you know, this is what's happening. Um, and it always, you know, introduces Harry as this odd child because he's a wizard. Like it always reintroduces you to what you need to know. Um, and it's a little annoying if you're reading them back to back because you're like, yeah, 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 we know. Get, go, keep going, keep going. Um, but in this chapter, she actually filled it with quite a bit of stuff between that that's totally left out of the movie, completely left out of the movie, including the fact that he gets birthday gifts for the first time. Yes, yes. And and I love that because, you know, uh, you can tell that his friends are trying to contact him this year, and it's definitely a, a difference. Like, he actually understands what's going on this year because last year he wasn't getting any contact because Dobby was keeping all his letters from getting to him. But this year, right. you know, Ron's reached out. He understands why nobody's trying to call him. Um, you know, Uncle Vernon's let Hedwig fly around, but only if he promises not to get any mail. But, you know, Hedwig being good breaks that rule. And brings him presents uh, along with... No, he promised not to send any mail. That's true. He didn't, he didn't promise, promise not to receive not to get any mail. Mm, I like this loophole we've yeah. got going on here. Uh-huh. But Semantics are kind of Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and so he gets mail from Errol, the, uh, the, the Weasley's owl who just like barely makes it in (laughs) i can relate to that owl right now i can relate to that owl i get into work every day and i'm like you guys are lucky i'm here Uh, you're lucky i showed up let me have some water and a cage to rest in (laughs) like i just kind of imagine him dropping it and just kind of like tumbling in the window you know and um oh gosh (laughs) i I wanted i wanted this to be in the movie because i wanted to be like that uh, an animated owl uh, you know a cgi owl that's just kind of (laughs) like panting and like Barely making it to the cage. Stumbles in like yes. a drunk almost. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, man. Yes, I think that would be awesome. Because that's exactly what I'm picturing in my head as she's writing this whole scene. Um, and I love the present that he, he gets from Ron. Like, he, he gets to see that they're having a great summer. And, and like, what's great about Harry is he gets this... Um, the, Ron sends him the, the piece of the Daily Prophet where... Uh, the family, the Weasley family, had won uh, the Galleon's swoop or the, the giveaway, and they got to go to Egypt. And there's never a sense ever that Harry's jealous of them getting good things. Like, he loves this family already so much, you know, he doesn't care. He's only joyful when he gets this news that they've had something good happen for him uh, and them. And not only that, but Ron's going to get a new wand, which is very exciting. So, yeah, I thought it was so sweet, and it it's very different than the way it kind of rolls out in the movie. Um, you know, because you don't find out he's gone until he meets him in mm-hmm. London in the movie. It was kind of nice having Harry be able to feel that joy for Ron sooner than seeing Ron. Like he he gets to feel connected to Ron earlier in the summer than he does in the movie, you know, because he's already with him at that point. It's just it's just a good thing. So I really like that he gets that sooner in the book, you know, uh what is it like a month or so before they see each other? Mm-hmm. A couple weeks before they see each other, something like that. So 
Yeah, I do. I really like that. I, I think it's it's really fun. And I love the fact that not only has, you know, he, he gotten a present from Ron, which I, I love the, the explanation of the sneakoscope, uh, you know, that, that uh, Bill was like, oh, those don't really work. And he's like, but he didn't realize that when it was going off that uh, Fred George had put beetles in his soup. And I was like, <laughs> this gaggle of brothers is just hysterical. I think it's just so funny how, like, I, I just love you keep, they're so true to themselves. Like these characters, the, the Weasley twins are just so true to themselves. Like mm-hmm. every time you see them, it's everything's a prank. Everything's a joke. And I thought it was pretty well done in all the, in all the movies, like you do get the sense that that's just who they really are. Um, but in the books, it's even, even more so. You just are like, yep, that's Fred and George. Who's surprised? No, it's hilarious. Yeah. No, it really is. And I do really like, and, and this whole thing where like Hedwig has searched out Hermione, found Hermione, and she writes in the letter about how Oh, you know, I, I Hedwig came by and I realized he, she probably wanted to make sure you got something for your birthday. And she sends him this really awesome gift. Like, he's expecting it to be a book, right? Because that's Hermione. And it's yeah. heavy. And he's like, it's going to be a really heavy book. But it turns out this it's a broomstick servicing kit. And then what I love about this relationship is you can really tell that, you know, Hermione has a lot of respect for Harry and their differences and realizes this is something that's going to bring a lot of joy to Harry. And, you know, uh, yes, of course, Hermione would give anybody a book, but she realizes that this is going to be something that's special for Harry. I really love, though, the most about all that is the um, the letter that she sends along with it or the inscription in the card that she sends along with it, how it mirrors what Ron says. Um, Not exactly, but enough that you kind of have to giggle like, oh, even her P.S. was the same. P.S. Ron said Percy got head boy. He doesn't seem too happy about it. Like, it's just her own commentary on the same situation. I just thought it was so fun. And it's it, I missed it. Like, I missed it from the movie. And I'm glad that it's in the book. Like, it, I was really glad it was there. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely am, too. Um, I think that. It, it's something that just adds a lot to the characters and their connection. And it, and that what's really beautiful about it is that that connection is something that's only going to grow in this film. And yeah. it's a lot of fun, too, because you can tell the characters are starting to get just a little bit older. And um, I don't know, this the whole thing, I really like it. Of course, birthday wouldn't be birthday if he didn't get something crazy from Hagrid. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is different in the movie, too. This is so different. This whole first part of the book, minus the next chapter, is just so different in the movie than it is in the book. Um, I thought it was really funny that he gets the monster manual now. Um, I love Hagrid's little note about, like, oh, you'll know more when I see you. Right. Hope the Muggles are treating you well. Like, you can just read it in Hagrid's voice. It was so sweet. It was really nice, too, that, you know, she points out, like, this was the first, like, this was the first time he got birthday Mm -hmm. presents or a birthday card ever, ever. Well, and 
and it makes like it is something that's really special finally like harry finally has somewhat of a more normal existence you know like he got something for bir- his birthday you know like that's right. that's a huge thing like there's a there's a sense of normalcy that's coming over harry's life even though it's anything but normal and um you know of course he also gets the letter uh from <laughs> from of course he also gets the letter from school which tells him you know uh when the train will be leaving, but also gives him this permission slip that if he can get it signed, he can go to Hogsmeade because the third-year students get a chance to do that over the year. And by the time he starts reading that, he realizes it's 2 o'clock. It's time to go to bed. I'm exhausted. And I like the the feeling of dread he almost gets when he gets that Mm -hmm. that form. Like, ugh. Yeah, you know, because it is a realization for him that this is not going to be something that's going to be easy to make happen. Like, he doesn't have a normal life. Like, people are getting the Dursleys to sign this is going to be really difficult. But he's like, you know what? I'll worry about it tomorrow. And I think one of the things that I really liked about this opening chapter, you know, this book is going to have a lot more depth to it. And we're going to really start to dig into some things. But the the chapter kind of starts off on a real sense of joy for Harry, and that's kind mm-hmm. of fun. And there's, I think that the, the thing that I was really uh, noticing this time as well is that there's a connection with family. Like Harry has found a family. And that's something that's going to be mirrored later on in in the book. But here, this opening chapter, we really get a sense of that. And it it makes it such an, like, ah, you just, you feel like, you know, when you start a new Harry Potter book after you finish the last one, it's like you start the chapter and this one just immediately wraps you back in that Harry Potter joy blanket. Yeah, I agree. It It was a warm and fuzzy start to the story. That this is, I think, where we start to get progressively darker mm-hmm. in our storyline. Yeah. Um, so it's good that she kind of starts us off on a slightly more positive note. Ap- yes, absolutely. Um, well, uh, again, it's the beginning chapter. And so it is very short and sweet. Uh, but I I really am so excited to be here in the Prisoner of Azkaban and Drea, if uh, anybody wants to connect with you and talk to you about Harry Potter or anything else that we're talking about on the show, where can they find you online? Sure, you can find me on Twitter at PCFChick or on Instagram at Drea Kaufman, and it's C-O-F-F-M-A-N. And you can find me here on the network. Uh, I'm doing aggressive negotiations with john mills all about star wars you can find me on twitter at matt rushing zero two and i'm under the same name on instagram i'm over on the trek fm network i do the orb with chris jones talking about deep space nine and then i'm also doing the general geek show the 602 club and we talk about all the fandoms we like we talk about harry potter we talk about i mean just as many as we can cram in we, we try to talk about those fandoms. And then, of course, uh, I have one more show, and that's called Cinema Stories. And that's where we talk about film through the lens of faith. So thank you, everyone, for checking your outpost. Mischief Managed. Mischief Managed.
Join the revolution. Join the nerd party. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.